you still have your friends and do your things that you love. And now we get the baby and you're like, you have to be conscious. You have to have spine. You have to have your own business. You, have, you know, like so many things. And mm -hmm. my process in motherhood and business is really dissolving all those beliefs that society has put upon us and to really choose for what's nurturing for me. Welcome to the Seeing in the Dark podcast, the podcast for the women of the ancient futures. Women that see beyond eyes and know beyond mind and are here to make a change from a deep communion with the mystery of life. Seeing in the dark is about walking paths that have not been walked before and daring to show up for the mission and dream life that is knocking on your door. My name is Nicole Nima Costeras, mystic, medium, initiated priestess and here to take you into the mysteries of purpose, power, ritual and intuition. May you embody your own unique essence so deeply that your vibration naturally teaches, inspires, and assists others. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode where I'm sitting together with Dolores May Huppner. We met, I think... We were talking about it, but I think it's almost two years ago now or one and a half year. We weren't sure. We've been working together in a mentorship and also Dolores has been going through some really beautiful growth with her business that I want to ask her all about. But before we dive into that, I just want to say welcome, Dolores. I'm super happy that you are here on today's episode. And would you like to take a moment to introduce yourself? Because I was asking you, what is your title, actually? <laughs> and you gave me a very beautiful answer. So maybe you want to share with the audience. Yeah. First of all, thank you for inviting me. I feel very blessed. You're like one of the very few podcasts I've actually listened to. So that's nice that <laughs> I'm on this podcast now. Thank you for that. Yes. And um, yeah, I shared with you that I, I don't really have a title. I said, if anything, I call myself lifelong learner, a student of life. Um, I do healing work, but the title healer, I, it doesn't fit to me because I help people heal themselves. So I'm just the guide, you know, just the one that channels the energy and helps that's it yeah yeah i think this is also one of the qualities that i find really beautiful about you that you have a certain beautiful humbleness and you allow spirit to work through you in your work i just really yeah i have a lot of respect for that and i can see the purity with which you deliver your work to your people I feel it's the only way, right? If we are in the way, then it's not possible. You know that very well too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why you see it. <laughs> Absolutely. But I do think that not everybody necessarily works like this. So when I see someone work like that, I just think it's very, very beautiful. Yeah. So I remember actually when we met that you were mainly in your business from a natural flow. Things would just come to you. Uh, I think a lot of things were still in person at the time, eh? or mm -hmm. like you were doing a lot of sessions in person and you had this longing to go more online, but also to be more visible, I yeah. remember. Yeah. Can yeah. you share a bit about that time before we started working together, like what your business looked like, where you were at, yeah, what you were doing then? Yeah, I think the main thing that it's different right now is that I was like continuously doing all of sessions, like one-on-one -on -one sessions a yeah. lot. And it was also nice, like, you know, I think in the beginning you have to create that 
base, you know, like that you have to, I also say people to people a lot in mentorship, like just, just go, you know, like, even if it's not the right price right now, even if it's not like the price that you actually think you're worth or think you want to ask, just go for it and just spread yourself. So I think those first years were really all about that. And then at one point I felt I want to switch and I felt it was time uh, to change that around, to not do so much like being in the business all the time. Yes. Yeah. You were working a lot in your business. Huh? Yeah. This yeah. is also one of the things I love talking about. I think a lot of us entrepreneurs, we work in our business and then we don't have the time anymore to work exactly. on our business and to yeah. structure it and develop it. Yeah. I remember also this shift was so like scary to me, you know, like, okay, so I'm going to spend so much time on the business and you have no idea. Of course you can do the practices to work with that, that you have more of an idea of what's the outcome, but still, you know, life will decide. So it's, it's this yes. very shift <laughs> of like moving through this uncomfortable feelings, like, okay, I'm just letting go of something that has been working because it had been working, right? Yes. Space for something more, to be space for the new that also wants to arise. Yes. Do you remember what helped you in that? Because I remember also the fears. I also remember one of the things that you had was a lot of care for your work that sometimes could turn a bit into perfectionism or overthinking so too much. Yeah, so <laughs> Do you remember what helped you to actually dare to let go and jump in to make that change? It reminds me of the, of the start that when we started to work. I remember that before that, I already had this like, a lot of time working on just pleasing my soul instead of pleasing other people and listening to myself. But you know, like it's that onion, right? That we peel off all the time. So every time there's this new layer that wants to be peeled off and it's every time feels so shaky. So I remember also transferring you the money and hearing my dad talk and my mom talk and all the limiting beliefs on my shoulders, you know, and then yes. still do it, even though you hear all these things. Um, then still feel like, no, I feel yes. And all those other beliefs that, uh, society, parents, partner thinks that this is not the right money to spend or you should spend it on something else, you know, that was yeah. so clear to me that I just had to follow the, the hearts, follow the calling. And then even while shaking and while almost being sick of it, because the body of course works together mm. with all those thoughts that you still proceed. And I think that has been, you know, like this shivering, sh yeah, the shedding of it was continuously throughout the process. And what helped me in your mentorship is uh, the trust I felt from you that you already saw things that I was like surprised. You know, I remember that you also said, well, maybe uh, actually, what if this actually is gonna work, you know? And what if it's gonna be easy? And just put me in that mindset. Yeah, beautiful. So what I hear you say is that you actually decided to feel all those fears, feel all those doubts, but still decide to trust your yes and yes, jump in, exactly. even if yeah. your knees were shaking with fear. Yeah. 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 I remember my whole body was shaking. Like even my hands were shaking when I was transferring the money. And I, like something said, you don't need the help. Uh, you can do everything yourself. You're so talented. You have business sense. You also have, you are creative. You know how to help people. You don't need anybody, you know, I've been hearing yes. my whole life. But then to really honor yourself and give yourself the support, knowing that you will always do it yourself, you know, you cannot be in my head. You cannot actually do the work. Exactly. 
but you yes. can be held in that and that really helps i think that that when you're yeah. held in in the transformation yeah and i think what you're voicing now i hear so many women share this and i was one of them myself in investing in my mentors where i felt like i can do it by myself you know i have a good business mind i know how to create my things i know how to show myself but i also believe that mentorships are not because we cannot do it by ourselves i believe mentorships are here because we don't have to and that has been such a big learning for me as well and this Like, I think a lot of women that come into my space have this strong, independent woman that is doing it all by herself because this was me also Mm -hmm. and still recovering. (laughs) And I think it's so beautiful when we can allow ourselves to surrender in being held. Yeah, Yeah. I also really see that with people that come to me. I even yesterday said to somebody, you know, it's like you, you buy a bridge, you know, I have 15 years of experience and the moment you transfer the money, you're going to feel that. And even like somebody that works for me now is also saying like, yeah, when I transfer the money, everything's starting to flow. And I also feel I don't even have to communicate about it. So like a half a year ago, I felt I already have everything I want. I literally have everything, but not like in reality, it was just the feeling that just occurred, you know, by doing the practices. And then my, now my mentorship clients, they also have that feeling, you know, and I don't even share anything about it. I don't say anything about that, you know, yeah. just do the practices. And because, you know, something you have integrated, then they will also experience that. And I think that's also what I found from you in the mentorship, that this grounding sense and the trust. I already had a lot of trust, but in my business, it was kind of shaky. And there, mm. it was good too, to have your guidance in there. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I also recognize that when I would invest in my mentors, that it's almost like plugging into their field or something. Mm, exactly. And then automatically things start opening shamanically, even before I receive any verbal teaching. Exactly. I even said to one person, like she was not doing any of the program. Like I have this ego and expense seven month program and she was not doing it and then she called me and she's like oh my god i feel so scared and i spent all this money and then i am not gonna gain anything from it and i i already saw so many changes and i like mirrored them to her and then she said oh yeah so i can actually trust that i don't even need to do the whole thing and i said no you don't need to do anything it's just an extra you know like you would gain something from it for sure you can do it even later but the things that actually needed to happen are already happening and when she surrendered to that trust you know like she was like like really going like flying beautiful and do you remember the year before we started working together where you were at financially with your business like what where was your revenue at because i think it's really inspiring for people to hear also your like practical growth because you've been going through such a beautiful growth like Mm. during our mentorship but also this year after our mentorship you just Mm. keep on going (laughs) and I think it's so beautiful to yeah for the audience to hear a bit more about that Mm. yeah it makes it more tangible right it's not about the money but it it shows of course the sustainability of what you're bringing to the world so yes in a sense it's important I I think I was around 60,000 or 70,000 when we started. And then, yeah, I did so many new things that I guess at the end I was at 135 or something. I don't really... Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, beautiful. So I remember actually we celebrated when you passed six figures. 
And you also, I remember you offering a really beautiful masterclass. I think it had like 400 women joining. Yeah. Like it was yeah. a really big group yeah. for your Evolve and Expand Mastermind. Yeah. That I think, you, I believe you sold out or almost sold out. It was a yeah. really nice full group that you yeah. Uh, launched from that masterclass yeah and I also remember we hired your first assistant during the mentorship and do you want to share a bit like about that whole process that year what like how did your business grow and where did you grow into yeah I, I think that by the help of you I think, well, there was a lot. I grew in messaging, like I grew in like what were my content messages, like the content pillars of everything I offered. I grew, I did my first webinar and I think it was very yes. nice. Like you also at some point were like motivating me, like share more, you know, like I don't even see it online now. <laughs> you have to share <laughs> about it. And I also noticed like now I'm in this promotion phase again. I'm like, oh yeah, Nicole was saying I have to share. Oh yeah, I have to share more, you know. <laughs> this is nice. So you still hear my voice one year later. <laughs> I still hear your voice like, it's not online and you have to share. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, um, that was great. And then, yeah, my first assistant and I think also the business structure and a very clear, easy, like strategy to follow. Yeah. So I did my first mentorship also because that's actually how I came to you because I, you know, I listen to the calling of spirit. Like I, I just tune in and then I listen and I was on the phone with this amazing talented woman and she was not standing in her power. She was not trusting a relationship anymore. And, and Stuart said, you have to offer a mentorship. And I'm like, I have never done it before. Like, you have to do it. And I'm like, okay, okay, I will do it. And what is the price, you know? And just all in, in tune. And then I was like, okay, I sold this. Now I need to know how to do it. <laughs> so, um, you know, with, with practices, I don't do that. You know, I, I feel only what's integrated I do. But with this business sense, sense things, I feel we can work like this. And then you came into my life. I already saw some free masterminds from you. And I just said, so we have to work together like right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because you already sold one mentorship, but you didn't have the mentorship yet. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I beautiful. do really believe, you know, I could figure it out, you know, but I, I always know like you have to just experience it yourself. You have to learn from it. So, yeah, I felt so good to also then have a mentor myself yeah beautiful yeah and that actually continued after right because i just asked you before we started recording how was your year in business this year and then you said i actually have a team of three now and i'm like oh yeah. my god you just <laughs> kept going <laughs> yeah, can you share a bit more about what your business looks like now one year later i think this perfectionism that you already like pointed out like I did this webinar and I also felt when I did it the first year with your your support I also felt I could do this better you know like just you know like every time there is this new layer and that's also why I really believe that everybody that's in business should have a mentor somebody mm -hmm. that you relate to and also a mentor that can do the deep work because that's mm -hmm. you know what I have missed and that's what I very happily found with you and what I also do myself is that every two weeks you just go to something that's blocking because there is so many growth you know all the time yes. and you have to just shed those limiting beliefs that are keeping you 
like in your upper limit and there was a new upper limit that wants to unlock but yeah to do that by yourself to go through your subconscious mind it's subconscious so it's good that somebody helps you with that yes. so yeah i think at the end of the year my friends called me crazy that i spent like another eight thousand in other coaching <laughs> like <laughs> well, the calling again i just had to do that and it helped me so tremendously and this year doing another mastermind too yeah so that's that help also again helped me grow and it's more like listening to what the soul wants right when we start to prioritize the soul instead of prioritizing other people then you just have to follow and there's no way back it's just the heart is just guiding it and that's yes. also like oh okay you want to be on my team oh you want to be on team okay if you come to me let's see how to make it work and then finding out ah this is actually good you know just a quick break from the episode to let you know that i have two spots available for my one-on-one -on -one mentorship in my one-on-one -on -one mentorship, I support women that want to scale their business to six and multiple six figures. So it's for women that already have a foundation in their business and they want support to see how can I reach my first six-figure year and then we work together towards that. I also have women in my one-on-one -on -one that are already at six figures, but they want to make their life more easy by setting up their team very stably. I then help you with how to hire your people, what to pay attention to, what collaboration systems to put in place with your team. I support them with automizing parts of their business. So if you are needing to be present at everything you offer, then we're going to have a look at self-study programs, at automizing parts of your business, at structuring your business in a way that allows you to be only in your zone of genius and not do anything anymore in your business that you don't want to be doing or that you're simply not good at. That's one of the things that becomes available when your business starts to generate more income is that you can have a team and be fully supported. One other thing that I also support the women with in my one-on-one, -on -one, for the ones that want to make a shift from being a solopreneur to becoming the CEO, in the Netherlands we call it from the Eenmanszaak to the BV. And this is a very different structure of your business. Suddenly your business becomes its own legal entity and it asks for a completely different relationship with your business. So I support women with that. I love that. My one-on-one -on -one for the last four clients, and I've been supporting one-on-one, -on -one, two of them hit their first six-figure year, and the third one was at six figures, but she completely rearranged her business so that she can feel truly in connection with the soul of her business, has her team in place, and just feels like the spaciousness to grow again to her next evolution. I myself have been making a stable 200,000 a year for the last three years and building the foundation to grow next year to 300 or 400,000. And I've learned so much along the way. I build my team up to now four people that support me. I have been growing from reaching hundreds of women each year to reaching thousands of women each year. And I just love supporting women in that process of scaling their business. So if this is you, if you are already at stable 5,000 or stable 10,000 with your business and you want to like grow to your first six-figure year or your first multiple six-figure year, 
if you are wanting to reconnect to the soul of your business and make sure that that scaling and growth happens from a deep connection with the soul of your business and your intuition, then this is the right mentorship for you. Sure, we work with systems, we work with strategies, we work with automizing, we work with team, and the voice of your intuition is always number one. So if this is you, you can apply through the link below this episode, to the link below this video, apply for a discovery call together, and then together we will see exactly if and how the one-on-one mentorship can support you. I would love to connect with you. I just want to see more soul-based entrepreneurs that no longer make a separation between power, money, leadership, and being a deep spiritual human being, because I believe the world will change when more of the money is in the hands of soul-based and heart-centered leaders like us. And so, below the link, apply for the discovery call. We hop on a call together. You can also reach out to me and we can have a short check-in through chat. And then I would love to welcome you into my one-on-one mentorship. Back to the episode now. So you went actually from doing it all by yourself to having a team of three now. Yeah, yeah. You went from around 60,000 to your first six-figure year to now... I don't know what the what the what the no, end. No, we're will almost be, at the end. We're almost in the end, but I have the feeling that that it goes to um, like hundred thousand in uh, profit, profit instead of revenue. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I also remember that you were just celebrating that, and this was also helping for me that you were celebrating that because for me it was not a lot, lot. It is a lot. But also I I had these different goals, and I know what's possible. I had yes. you know. Yeah, you're like, you know, not many people have this. You have to celebrate this. Yes, it's so true, you know. And I think this is also one of the things I see a lot with the women I work with, but also in myself, I have to remind myself to keep celebrating. So every sale I make, I celebrate with music. I make a dance in the living room because it's so easy for me to see the next goal or everything that is not yet built or everything that is still possible. And that's beautiful. But when we turn around and see everything that we've already been doing, I think exactly. it's so, so important. Yeah. And it is not a big group. It's not a big group of entrepreneurs that makes those six figures or multiple six figures or seven figures with their business. And I think it's, like you said, it's not about the money, but it does reflect a certain yeah. stability in the way we carry out our mission, yeah. in the way we hold ourselves in that. And that's worth celebrating. Yeah, for sure. Plus the celebration is also integration. I notice the more I celebrate, you know, and and honor all that growth, the more I can land in the new skin that I keep shedding new skin, shedding new skin to really land in that growth. Yeah, isn't that like we really have to do some self-care continuously all the time? Like I remember learning from you also to prioritize self-care. You know, to think about that first and then do, then plan anything else in the week. Like just really nurture yourself. And I also have felt that when you, you know, like even the money wants to be spent with joy, you know, it's like we have to be integrating that in our whole life. It cannot sustain any other way. Absolutely. And you are actually like, suddenly I want to, I want to talk about it because you are actually also a mother. 
of mm. a beautiful daughter. Do you want to share a bit about how you've been growing in your business as a mom? Uh, because I know that you were very like busy and full with your one-on-one sessions before we started. How is that now? How have you been designing your business as a mother also? You know what? I came to the realization that there are so many cultural beliefs around being a mother in this time. I remember reading a book and it's also like, if you would be a mother, like for our grandmothers, would you just, the message was just like, okay, here's your child, make sure it's outside and make sure it just plays and that you still have your friends and do your things that you love. And now we get the baby and you're like, you have to be conscious. You have to have spine. You have to have your own business. Yeah. You, you know, like so many things. And mm-hmm. my process in motherhood and business is really dissolving all those beliefs that society has put upon us and to really choose for what's nurturing for me. And in this, in the first year, I, I really wanted to spend time with my daughter. I didn't almost do any sessions. It was my first year that I started. Then I felt, oh, I'm coming back to, to more myself and I want to serve more. And nowadays I feel like it's a combination, but I, I choose also to spend time in my business. Like I have mm-hmm. one day a week with her and it's like my breaking day that I really love and, and nurture and then I'm really with their presence and I'm not on my phone. And if I do, I'm kind to myself, you know, there was a lot of beliefs around that, that it's not, you know, you should not do that. I prioritize also my work sometimes, you know, when I have to and be okay with that. So that's Beautiful. actually the more of the journey than... Yeah, than anything else. I remember like th- three months ago, I went to this deep, deep pain, like really deep pain of always feeling guilt when I put her behind the screen because I needed mm-hmm. to do things. I have been also one year single mom. And, you know, you have to put your kid on a screen sometimes because you just, you're alone, right? And yeah. I constantly felt so much judgment around that. And just three months ago, I went really in that and really feeling that and there was so many pain coming out and I I remember asking myself like ah what thought am I attached to you know what not me but my program them I I work a lot with the parasite of the mind the peace mm. of the mind that is living in fear and where was it attached to what emotions was my system my program the parasite of the mind attached to and then it got me to this you know like this feeling of guilt around being not a good enough mom because I had put her behind the screen. So now that's gone, no guilt anymore. And I have so much more energy. Sometimes we even don't know what it is, right? And then we go inside and we find out. So I really feel this root of of the, the journey to go inner world is like the most liberating we can do and brings the most ease and joy. Yeah. Beautiful. Because I think this is also the essence of your work, right? From moving from fear-based living to liberated living. Can you share a bit more about that? Why is this such a big passion of yours? It actually started when I was sick, like when my hands were literally like this. And I, it was that point that I saw my fingers and I thought, I have to make a change. I, I know so well, I was sitting there in my student home and, and I couldn't do anything. I couldn't write anymore. So I was like, I have to do something about this. Right. And I already seen many physicians before, went to the hospital so many times, but nobody could help me because I didn't make that decision. I didn't decide I want to, I really want to get rid of this. I didn't have my period. I was 21. So like that's, my body was really telling me so many signs 
And then I found somebody that really went inward. And the first thing she asked went, was, well, how did you feel in the womb? And I'm like, how did I feel in the womb? I have no clue. I don't know about you, but do you, like maybe now, but later when you were 21, did you feel, did you know how you were feeling in the womb? We no, don't know. Not, no. <laughs> so this, this led me on this journey to go inside and I felt, wow, this is a path to inner freedom, this path of dissolving the paradox of the mind, this path of dissolving the construct that lives in, this, in the illusion of separation, that yeah, we are not united with ourselves and thus not with the other. For me, that was like this coming home. And yeah. since then, I followed that. I followed the practices, the teachings, a lot of different modalities and it feels like my life work my my path and then yeah. people started asking like hey can you not help me you've done so many courses why don't you help me I'm like oh that was not my intention you know I've never never thought about it I just wanted to heal myself my body and come back to myself because I didn't live for myself I was always the fun girl on the outside but in inside I was really neglecting myself and living in fear, like looking at others, wanting validation, wanting to control things. I was not discovering myself. I was not exploring myself. I was not um, yeah, living in what I call a liberated life, in the foundation of freedom. So that led me on, on that path. What I see right now, maybe to add to that, what is interesting for people also to hear is this big mistake that I see that people are accepting the way things are, like I accept that I cannot be good with money. I accept that I am sick or I have to deal with Lyme. I, I accept, you know, that I'm just not somebody that likes to be in a relationship because I always push people away. And yes, acceptance is needed for growth. And that means that we also accept that we don't like it, right? Yes. We have to accept that I don't like to be sick. I don't like to not be good with money because I want something different. And there... If we look at ourselves, if we would accept, you know, the situation was as it was before, we would never be here together. No, no. So I feel so that true. it's like allowing yourself to also feel, I don't actually like this. And yes, I have to live with it right now and I can change it yeah. because I really feel, and also through my work, there's this unlimited potential. Like we are literally a new every day so there is this unlimited potential yeah and this is also what your program is about right evolve and expand do you want to share a bit about your program because i know it's upcoming mm, so, so for the ones who are listening what mm. yeah what is coming up for you yeah i do a seven month deepening program to dissolve this spirit out of the mind that living in fear that's that wants to control that also wants to make itself special or less special, that always has haste and um, doesn't trust and worries, feels guilt, judgment. You know, like I really see the difference between we can manifest, but we can also surrender to who we truly are. And when we surrender to who we truly are, this what we are is abundance, is what we are is joy, is what we are is love in essence. So if we... If we feel that all the time, then what we want will just naturally flow to us. That's so beautiful. And that's yes. the journey that I, I give this journey. We go through the seven cycles and it's this combination of a lot of different practices and tools and meditations. And 
information so that people can actually surrender to that, to who, just who we truly are and their original blueprint with their own gifts and own talents and what they are needed to do here. Yeah, and that naturally manifests. I love how you share that because I also believe that the deeper we embody our essence, the more we become a natural transmission of that. And that is something that I can so much feel in you. You know, your teachings are the embodiment of what you've been journeying through yourself. And I think for me, that's soul-based leadership. That's what soul-based leadership is about. It's working with your own challenges to the extent that they become an embodied solution, so to speak, as part of your teaching. And it never stops, right? It never stops. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, it never stops. You don't have that. I'm like, I have that the most, probably. You know, like I I have it all the time. But I don't have that. (laughs) Taking off that feather, so I'm not there. You know, (laughs) just one with you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Very beautiful. Yeah. So, if the listener wants to know more about you and your work, or evolve and expand where can they find out more about it we will definitely also link everything below this episode yeah they can find out more about on my website i guess and on instagram i love to connect with people on instagram i yeah even though i don't share maybe i'm still working on still consistently sharing but i do really like to connect on it actually i love the, what it offers us that we can connect with so many people around the world yeah so we will link that below and i just again want to congratulate you so much on the beautiful growth that you've been going through and also thank you for sharing so openly about your experience in the mentorship i think one of the things that made your mentorship such a beautiful success or such a blossoming experience for both of us is also your own inness you know because i remember also at the beginning one of our first calls you were like I don't know exactly how I'm going to do it, but I know I am going to do it. And I think when you come in with that energy, it's like 80% of the work, you know, and sure you meet bumps along the way and challenges along the way, but you're very clear on this is the direction I'm going to go in. Yeah. You have to come in with trust. You have yeah. to come trust. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and then it's so much fun. It was so much fun to work together with you. And yeah, I, I really love who you are and what you bring. And I also wish you all the blessings in that moving forward. I feel curious to, I have one more question. What would you say to women that are now considering to join the one-on-one mentorship? What would you say to them? Yeah, this is what I always say, you know, like if you feel in your heart, you have to do it. Just really trust on that and just allow yourself to shed all those limiting beliefs. Like in my example, what I shared, because they're just holding you back. And there is literally a life before and a life after. And it's not, you know, if you feel the calling, like everybody has different vibrations, everybody connects to different people. And if you feel calling with some person, you have to just trust that, right? And just, I'm going to go there. I remember not even knowing what you were actually teaching, you know, but the soul knows and it knows also what you want. So if you are going to put pros and cons and, you know, it's going to be this draining, like really draining, very long sometimes energy draining thing that will (laughs) not help you. And I also learned to make decisions quick. You know, if we make decisions in one minute or if we use some nice decision-making tools, 
that also connects with the body. Then we can make it quick and it's not draining and you just go for it and you start to trust it. Because if you don't trust that this is going to help you, then don't do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and explore the no, right? I always tell people then just don't do it. Just don't step into my program. Don't come with me to me for a mentorship. And they're like, oh, no, but I, I really want that, you know? <laughs> like just explore for one day how it feels when you explore the no. And then you will know that you maybe don't want it or want it actually. Yes. Very beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much. I thank wish you. you a very beautiful new year. Uh, for everyone who would like to know more about Dolores and her program Evolve and Expand, you can click on the link below and explore her Instagram and her website. And yeah, I want to also thank everybody for listening today and I wish you a really beautiful new week. Mm. Can I also thank you? I really want to thank you for, yes. for all everything that we've been sharing. Like we said, I still hear your voice and I feel your trust and the grounding that you bring. So yeah, I really much appreciate you and thank you for putting this together and also going through all those fears <laughs> and just be here with your podcast. Yes, <laughs> you're so welcome. Yeah, thank you. Did you receive any inspiration, motivation or powerful breakthroughs by listening to this episode? Then please share this episode by taking a screenshot and tagging me in your stories at nicole.nima.costeres. I would love to celebrate you, share you in my stories, and it would mean so much to have my work reach more powerful, passionate women like you. Thank you so much and looking forward to see you next week.